Sometimes you don't value a moment until it becomes a memory. Hey, 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 welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, Refreshingly Idiotic, not season one, but season two. I'm your girl, Hannah, as your host, and it's honestly so nice to be recording an episode. I haven't done anything podcast-related in, like, a hot minute. It's been, like, a month. Actually, that's a lie. I did redesign the cover art because I wasn't really feeling the old one. So now it's red. It has a cute new brain logo, jumbled brain, light bulb, old line art. It's really cool. I also have the YouTube channel completely set up, which is another podcast-related thing I did. So far, all of season one is up. The trailer should be up. And on the Monday, so the day after this episode goes out, you'll be getting each episode of season two so i post every sunday and you'll be getting it on youtube on monday so let's just recap because it's been a hot minute and i've only really done those two things for the podcast so i've honestly still been working pretty hard so remember in the very end i was talking about doing a college class i did that college class and i aced it with flying colors and i'm so proud of myself it was a psychology class and that the things that I learned in that class, I definitely want to be sharing. I think I'm going to do the season three on psychology and then I'll recap what I learned in this class because I'm also trying to do another class come September for like the psychology of happiness and I thought that would also be really cool. So if I can get those two done, then I can do a psychology related season and then those two can be like my main, I studied this and then the rest of it can be research. I'm really excited for that one, actually. I just really hope I get into the psychology of happiness class. Also, I'm basically working full-time. Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm working full-time, and then I was managing the one class from Monday to Thursday. But, like, I'm working, like, a proper full-time worker, and it's so nice. And to think after working full-time and doing a college class, I have to go back to my senior year in high school. I've been telling everybody this. I'm really not that excited. You know what? It's my last year, though. I'm going to stay positive, but, like, knowing I have to, like, drop down to, like, being a teenager again, it's not that fun. But I'll get through it. I'll find some way to, like, level it up. If I get into that psychology of happiness class, I'll still have a little bit. I'm still going to be working. It just won't be full-time. It'll be part-time. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later on because it's part of my scheduling and routines episode, which is today's topic. And now that you've had my little summer update let's just roll the intro music let's start this episode off by just doing what i do as a creature of habit which is the question of the episode like every episode i always ask a random question just to get to know you guys a little bit better I first used to be able to do it on Anchor, but now I'm on Red Circle, so you can always email me, leave a comment on the YouTube episode, or just leave a comment on my website, which all of those will be linked down below, by the way. But today's question is, who is your favorite superhero? Now, if you really listened to season one, you would realize that I've been raving about this girl for so long and it's been a month since i've seen anything related to her but i'm still like so obsessed with her as of this moment i'm sure it'll die down in a little bit but for now it's jessica jones she, like i don't know how else to put it she's so real like she has ptsd she's not trying to cover it up she's just kind of 
accepted it, but she's not, like, letting herself drown in it, which is what I really like about her. Not to mention her super cool powers, which, in the comics, she can fly, but she doesn't do that, really, in the TV show. But, yeah, she, like, she can block mind control, showing how much self-control she has. And she's super strong, and that's always just, like, a motive for a girl. Show how strong you are, right? But, yeah, coming back to her and, like, her mental health journey, I think it's so inspiring because, like, she's kind of just accepted it. She's learned how to live with it. And even though she's not actively thinking about it, she is trying to help herself by finding those people that she still loves and cares about and defending them. And just in general, I think that's something that, obviously, she's a little bit more down and depressed in that area where she's, like, accepting him. But I think that, like, that's something that I want to do. Like, I want to be okay with my anxiety, which I feel like I'm on the track of doing. I'm pretty good with it. But just being on track and be like, all right, I have anxiety. I'm, I'm accepting it. And, like, what can I do to go around that? What can I do to cope with that? And so this kind of turned into a little spiel about myself. But, yeah, Jessica Jones, she's just, like, super cool. I would just like to end off my answer to this question by prefacing I'm not really a Marvel fan. Like, I'm not a diehard fan, but I have been, like, dabbling recently, and I'm getting obsessed, but, like, in no way am I a fan. So if I ever say something and you are a fan, don't feel offended. Just, like, don't call me out, because I'm not really, really, like, a total fan. Anyways, let's just keep moving on, because now I've just dug myself in a hole. <laughs> I thought I would start off this episode by talking a little bit more about what the season is actually gonna be. I did mention it in the trailer, but it can be a little bit confusing to understand it within like two minutes of me talking so this season is going to be focused on things that you can do to help make your mental health better or just stabilize it because right now we're kind of all, all over the place like we usually are but there's so many little things that you can do to make yourself feel better then why not just try it out and see if you like it at the end of each episode, I also did this program through the YMCA called YMind. It was super duper fun. They taught me these little mindfulness tricks. And I thought I would throw them in here or there over the course of this next season. Because I think these are tricks that really helped me cope with my anxiety. So who knows, they might help you as well. Later on, when I'm actually talking about today's topic, which is scheduling and routines... I'll explain what my episode order is as well, just to like give you guys an idea of what we're going to be going over. But in no way is a set in stone, because for the last season, I changed it like a million times. So if you see a list, and then when it actually comes out, it's something different, don't call me out on it. This is already just like a very loose draft. I know what the directions I want to go in. I don't have anything set in stone. But in terms of getting more towards scheduling and routining, the reason I chose it as the first episode for this season was because I thought this was like a pretty stable place to start. Stabilize yourself and then focus on other things. That's where my mentality goes and I think that's something important to keep in mind. See if that works for you because when we're all sporadic, we never know what's going to happen next and even that can trigger anxiety and other feelings. So just keep that in mind that sometimes you just need a good routine to get yourself started. Next up, I'll be explaining like how i folk like i started the podcast so what things i had to do and how i really got it started plus how i'll work on each episode because obviously a lot of work goes into it i don't really just pick up a mic and just start talking because that's kind of stressful on my end because i never know what i'm gonna say 
and i do have a script but i don't usually follow it it's just mainly in guidelines of things that i want to mention or just need to stay track on but i don't really have something telling me word for word what to say which i think that would be a little bit stressful especially if i end up saying the wrong thing and have to re-record the whole entire thing but yeah i'm gonna be honest here i've never really shared my routine with anybody else like everybody just knows that i do it they don't know what the routine is and i'm gonna be honest i don't really have a set routine i know what i do and i really schedule my stuff but i never really have something like totally set like okay from this time to this time i have to figure out the episode this time to this time i have to answer all my emails because obviously things come up and it's always going to be a little bit different each day in terms of getting the podcast started it took a lot of energy i'm actually not sure how i would summarize it but i have a notebook where i've kind of sorted everything in so i'll just go through that not exactly but yeah something to give you a little bit of an idea of the steps that i took so immediately when i flip to the beginning of my book the first page that comes up is titled timelines so for me i like to really keep my notes organized i like to label it i like to write underneath and then i also like to write the date even if it's not really the most necessary thing so for example just a couple of the deadlines that i see immediately on here which is before i even started the podcast february 16th decide on a title create some art march 3rd release the season one trailer march 7th episode one launch date and like things like this obviously in this timeline i had actually entered my podcast into a competition before it had actually started so i had some other timelines for that so i had to write a written report for this explain why and that's why you'll see that february 16th i decided i wanted a podcast but by the 7th i already had the first episode out it was a little bit rushed in the sense that i needed to get it done on time to be able to enter into the competition next up i have february 16 notes so this was me deciding on my title asking how i'm going to figure out my music my intro music exploring different platforms i could release my podcast on and just like a brain dump of where i wanted to go the next few pages were just me scheduling so i have an episode script template on i write the title and then i wrote the beginning housekeeping stuff so like in the beginning of this episode i told you about my summer so if there's anything like that i want to mention on here I'll, I'll mention that and then i'll go into something like the question of the episode the daily inspirations and then going the intro the outro how i want to preface this and then maybe in between like how i want to talk about the content so which order i want to go in because there's so many different orders i could have went in so why did I choose what I chose? Going a little bit closer to date, February 19th, 18 and 19, I had decided on my cover, I had decided what I wanted to do, the fonts, how I really wanted to like plan it out to look like, and then how I started designing it on online, so like on Adobe Illustrator. Then I have a page full of episode ideas, so like what I want to do for each episode, how I want them to go, why I'm putting them in that order. I have a, I have a list of daily inspirations ready to go if there's a day that I can't really find the daily inspiration that I feel like fits right with the episode, so I can just take one from the list. 
I also have a list of questions for the episodes that, like, let's say I'm having a mind black day, nothing's really inspired the question. I have something to fall back on. Then comes the episode research. On here, what I've done is I wrote the date, I wrote the title of the episode, and then I wrote research. It's a very, there's a very strict rule that I followed so I'd be able to stay organized and not get overwhelmed. So I would write the title and then I would write, I would write a star and then I would write the title of the article that I was taking my research from. And then online, I would create a draft for the podcast, and then I would start immediately putting down all of the all of the resources I use, so I could keep them safe. Then I would list off like what is it, why is it caused, what treatments can you do, any media examples, anything like that. I listed them all. I created a header, and then I did subnotes. Everything is in note form because I find that's easier to learn from, and easier for me to look back at. Then I have pages of guests that could possibly come on. If I have any friends that I know are interested in each topic, I can be like, okay, so maybe I can ask this person and then I'll write like what they what they said and then and when they're down to record with me, what I can do to make that episode fun. So maybe we're just having a conversation. Maybe we're pretending we're co-hosts. Maybe we're doing like a 20 question sort of a game. Maybe it's an interview. We don't know, so I'm trying to plan out all of these things so I have them there when I need them. Now, one of the next things I did was do um, brain dumps. I really like doing brain dumps. They're chaotic, but they make a lot of sense to me. So when everything starts to feel overwhelming, what I'll do is I'll literally write brain dump and then, like, let's say I'm feeling overwhelmed. Like, for example, the one that I have open right now is March 5th, 2021. This one says, brain dump what needs to still be recorded. So obviously, March 5th, the first episode hasn't even come out, but the trailer has. Now, if I'm looking at the pages before, I have the research for the first three episodes. I have scripts for the first two episodes. But obviously, I didn't really write where it was rec- when it was recorded, so I don't know if it was recorded at the time. So I had like a huge brain freeze where i was like wait what do i need to do how do i make sure that i'm ready on time so i write all step by step okay this day i'll write this this day i'll write that and then this day i need to edit at least my first episode so i have it all ready and set to upload for the seventh i have these days quite often especially when i'm doing a lot of research on those days because research is really boring so sometimes i start to get overwhelmed like why am i doing this why do I have to figure this out? And why do I have to spend time sitting down when I want to do a podcast? I want to be speaking and reaching out to you guys. Another brain dump, for example, was May 12th. Now, obviously, I was in the middle of the season, to be honest. Like, I wasn't really close to the end. I didn't know where I was going at this point. But I did one because I was I was thinking of so many new ideas. And obviously, I can't use those ideas immediately, but I did want to keep them safe. So this is another area where I was like, okay, for season two, I want to do how you cope. Season three, I want to do psychology. And then, so I have these lists of ideas, like what I can do for those seasons. So at least I have them when I'm looking for them. If that's this, if I end up really doing that, I know for the second season, I was originally going to do psychology, but I felt like I didn't have enough information. And I thought this one would be a little bit more upbeat. It would be a little bit easier to learn, especially from the last season. It was very information heavy. So I thought I would try something a little bit more fun and light. So this was me deciding, I'm like, okay, this is where everything is.
And then another one, for example, was uploading to different platforms. Because obviously, I'm on Red Circle. I used to be on Anchor. And as you guys know, I'm on a bunch of top platforms right now. But if I didn't do the effort in making sure that I was on those platforms or letting them know that I wanted to be on those platforms, I wouldn't be there. Now I'm on over 25 plus different platforms. And half of them I didn't even know about before, but apparently they're very popular. So I've expanded my reach to those platforms so I can grow my audience. Another heavy planning thing was the YouTube channel because that's initially when I decided I wanted to redo my cover. I realized that I didn't really like it. There wasn't really much that I could pick and choose from, so I created that logo. So I had a page full of ideas for my logo, why I wanted it to look like this, all the information behind that. Which one day I will go into, I think, a little bit more of an artsy episode. I think I want to mention why everything played into this cover art. But I was like, I need a little bit more of a logo, a watermark, and then I need a banner. And I felt like I wasn't really getting anything from what I already had. And so I decided to create something new so then I could do that. And then I would have to set uploading schedules and then my reach, how I would, how I would promote it, and all of these different things. Another scheduling thing was planning the switch from Anchor to Red Circle. That was a huge jump for me, especially because I was still fairly new to the idea of podcasting. I wasn't really sure what I was doing. Anchor was a very basic site where I could record, edit, and do everything on site, and then they would distribute for me, which honestly, they didn't have as many options as Red Circle does. I had a very small circle of places where I could expand my reach to. I didn't really gain that experience that I wanted of editing and being a real podcaster, which not saying I am, but it's kind of really nice to be able to say that I do all of the work head to toe now. So making that switch to Red Circle, I had to reach out to every single platform that Anchor had put me on. I had to let them know that I switched and how they could reach my podcast so they would still continue to upload, plus all of the other places that I reached out to. And then I realized that I would have to learn, I would have to get an audio editing software, I would have to learn how to edit, learn how to upload, where I can record now that I'm not recording on site. And so it was a lot more responsibility and I definitely see an increase in time that it takes me to do each episode, but I feel like it's much more worth it because I find that the audio quality and everything runs a little bit more smoothly now that I'm in control of it. Alright, okay, so that was a lot of talking. So now you guys have a general idea of the things that I have to do to, like, get started with the podcast. Maybe I shared a little bit too much, but you know what? It's fine because you guys kind of have an idea just within this one thing how much effort goes into it. And then on top of that, especially for the summer, I'm working full time. I was doing a college class. So right now I kind of took a little bit break, but regularly during the school year, I have full time school and then I have if I'm taking any extracurricular classes, if I'm volunteering and working, that also takes up a lot of time. So I have to like really work on time management and figuring out how I want to schedule my day. One of my favorite tools, and I know this is becoming a growing one for a lot of people, especially now that everything's going virtual, is the Apple Calendar because I can find it anywhere. I don't need Wi-Fi for it. I have a MacBook and then I have an iPhone so I can like sync them together. I know and I can check at any point in time because I'm that type of person who will get like super stressed out of nowhere and I'll be like, wait a second, who am I working with? What day am I working? What time am I working? How much time do I have to do this thing? And like, did I really double book myself for this one thing? I can just like 
sort everything out and I find that it works really well because first I'll put in my school schedule because right now I'm in high school and I'm going into my senior year so obviously school is the top priority. Next up I put in work because that's where I'm getting my income from and I need to save up for the future and to invest in the podcast. Third up I do the podcast stuff so what days do I how much time will I need to record research edit and upload. And then after that, if I have any other time during my week, I'll probably throw in some extra extracurriculars just so I can pass a little bit more of the time. So like near the end of season one, I was working on my school yearbook. So if I have to do things like that, I can also fit those in somewhere. On top of that, I'm also looking for buffer time because obviously I can't just like set out this much time exactly because I never know what's going to happen. For example... You've probably heard my bird chirping through a lot of this episode, which is because he's in a very playful mood right now, so he'd rather play, and so he's trying to get my attention by chirping. Now, he's being pretty quiet because he knows I have to do this today because I don't really have much time later on, and I have to edit this episode still, so he's finally quieted down a little bit because he knows I'll play with him after. But I have to have that buffer time. Like, if he's going to keep chirping, it's kind of hard for me to keep recording. Or, like, let's say something happens and I have to go to work super quickly and just, like, cover somebody's shift. Things happen. I need to have some buffer time. And then, let's say for emails. I've been emailing a lot of people for different types of opportunities, especially for the podcast. I can't say that I'm going to check my email from 7 to 7.05 every day because I don't know if that's the time I'm going to be eating dinner or if I'm still going to be working or if that person is available to keep a conversation going with me. So I have to have these sporadic times where I can just update myself and center myself. Bringing the conversation back to everyone and not just me, you don't necessarily have to have a crazy schedule like me. Like I know compare now is getting a little bit more hectic again because things are starting to open up. But the initial switch from pre-pandemic to pandemic, I know my routine simplified just like a lot of people. It's nice to have that more simplified routine because it gives you a lot of wiggle room for let's say you want to add something a little bit more fun that you didn't realize you were going to do or wanted to do. So you have that time to give yourself where you can be like, all right, so I need to get this stuff done, but I also want to do this stuff. So you have a little bit more flexibility. Bringing it back to mental health, your routine can bring you so much more stability because you know what you're going to do and establishing a routine can be so helpful for your mental health because you're understanding what you're going to do. You can plan yourself so you don't get overwhelmed, but also the other way around. So when your schedule is empty and you don't really have anything or you do have something but you're not really prioritize anything to do your mental health is going to go down because you feel like you're not really doing anything you don't really feel like you're worth it so it's going to drop but on the other hand if you have too much if you're booking yourself minute to minute your mental health is also going to go down there because you always feel like you're busy you're overwhelmed So you want to find that perfect balance of flexibility where you can understand, okay, so I want to get this done, but I also need to do this. And then I have this much wiggle room to figure anything out, especially if anything goes wrong. You don't really have to take my word for it. So what I did is I did a little bit of research. I found this website called verywellmind.com and I found an article called The Importance of Maintaining Structure and Routine During Stressful Times. I've linked it down below for you guys, but a couple of their main points that I just like to 
put out there are that creating routines can help lower your stress levels, form good daily habits, take better care of yourself, feel more productive and focused. And depending on what routine you pick, it can help you stay active, make sure that you're well-rested, you're eating healthier, you're setting realistic goals for yourself instead of those crazy dream goals. Not to say that you can't achieve your dreams, but sometimes they're a little bit too out of reach, especially if you're not setting those little goals to get there. You might be staying more positive and making lists in general is just nice to show that like okay this is what i need to get done i know this episode is going to be on the longer side of the season so i'm probably just gonna stop it here i've like i just mentioned the website that i pulled that from is linked down below so you can go through it for a little bit more detail i have that website plus a couple others linked down below so you can always take a look if you are interested in a little bit more of the sciencey side on why routines are so good for our mental health i wanted to keep this episode this first episode light and fun so i didn't include it but i do have them all linked down below before i end off today's episode the last thing i share with you guys is a technique to help you relax a mindfulness technique so the first one is I'm going to share one per episode closer to the end of the episode just before I end it off. So here's the first one. I'm not going to be leading any guided meditations because I don't think I really know how and I don't want to do it wrong and accidentally just make somebody more anxious. But this one is called the finger hooking technique. It's a little bit more of a realization. So you'll bend your finger and you'll make it like a hook you'll do that one on each hand and you'll hook your fingers together now try to separate your fingers without unhooking them obviously when you tug your fingers to their respective sides you don't really get anywhere you're just making your holds not necessarily tighter but just making it more frustrating because you can't get your fingers to separate and so that's the exact same thing with with anything that you're struggling with during the day so if if you just keep constantly pulling towards your side you're never really going to get anywhere because there's no improvement and if you relax your fingers and you move them towards each other then it's easier to unhook your fingers so just think about it sometimes you need to take a step back to move forward i really enjoyed this technique when i learned it so let me know what you think of it if it helps realization in any way and i think that just what wraps up my episode so just as a reminder let me know the highlight and low light of your week and also the question of the episode which was who is your favorite superhero and see you all back here next week for season two episode two don't forget to subscribe share and rate pretty please with the cherry on top bye everyone mm-hmm.